0: What's up, it's your boy, Oxeed and I am reporting in from not load shedding, but the fallout of people stealing our electricity cables. That is so crazy. So literally a few houses in my block are without power right now. Very frustrating situation. I feel like I feel like people forget that we're all in a closed system, and by them affecting us, they're infecting themselves. But of course, you know, being in a specific situation keeps you from seeing the longer picture, the bigger picture, whether it be drugs or poverty or hunger. You make rash decisions that may not be helpful to you. And uh, according to the main feedback I've received, people often listen to my podcast to fall asleep or to chill or just to have something going on in the background. So here's me fulfilling that niche. If you feel like you listen to my podcast in a different situation, hit me up on Instagram at OxideWes or o- Oxide Radio, and just tell me. What's cutting? What's cutting with you? How do you experience the podcast? Please, please, don't be shy. Don't be afraid to reach out. I'll definitely be interested to hear what you have to say. I'm getting back into the swing of replying to things. I'm actually a pretty engaged person, but also sometimes I just don't want to engage. I don't know. I will engage, though, just to varying intensities of intention and um reciprocation i guess but i take everything that people say and i create content with it so there is that and that's a beautiful position to be in i feel yeah man they literally stole our cables i thought you know all the time i'm thinking it won't happen to me it's never me I and mean, then here it happens to me, it's a lot to deal with. I'm trying to be more entrepreneurial. I'm trying to see where people, you know, are willing to give me love, But I realize it's all a spectrum. They like to say gender is a spectrum, but I also like to say um, money making and business is a spectrum. <laughs> there's on one end you know the idea of receiving donations and that's just direct appreciation for you creating and you existing because literally you given free reign is creating something so so strategic to society so appreciated that it just give you money directly then you know there's all the forms of intermediary stuff i guess where you know, all the way to putting an actual price on your product and receiving the money directly and then in between there there's middle management, there's working for a company exchanging your time in order to make a larger entity function and it pays you in energy it's kind of like the ATP in in the human body to the cells and the cells receive said payment and Continue the jets, do the work, people. Robot style. Robots are getting smarter, dude. AI is pulling up. I'm excited about AI. Actually, so many cool new tools. There's that DAL-E, DALI e tool that uh, literally takes text prompts and turn it, turns it into photos. You're basically asking a robot, yeah, can you just do this? And then it goes ahead and does it to the best of its understanding of your instruction we're actually so arrogant or oblivious sometimes to the fact that we have written and spoken language like trying to teach quote-unquote inanimate objects to basically you know reply to us is kind of crazy I mean, shout out to all the sci-fi homies. Shout out to those guys who wrote the story of Blade Runner. This idea that, you know, replicants of some person actively decided to create a being and then it becomes indistinguishable from from real life humans, I guess. That's actually it's an interesting idea. It's a possible idea i mean i never rule anything out but also i'ma bring in my story of god again (laughs) i firmly believe that there's levels to this you and i know and okay sure yeah replicants can occur you know what it's even similar to the story of the anunnaki or at least my understanding and current appreciation of the story of the Anunnaki. The idea that these beings wanted to mine our earth and they created us as a slave race to fulfill this and then, I don't know, through blood mixing or people being entertained. And I'm being euphemistic with the word entertained, but, you know, basically wanting to be intimate with us, you know, and then creating further creations of what became humans. All of that is just wondrous, I say. (laughs) Wondrous. (laughs) But also very realistic. I was having this chat with Abdul, shout out Abdul, and he was speaking about this is the movie about the golden eye and you meet social media basically and how we are selling ourselves in small pockets to each other and then to the big boss to the wider society etc etc and then those with the golden eye or the ability to hack the system you know just get to take advantage of it uh, then you went into this free-form idea about you know, I think he was trying to talk about Yuval, Yuval, whatever that philosophy guy's name is. I think it's his theory with regards to, you know, this small 20% being actively manipulative, using all the shortcuts that humans have in them to just exploit people, and then the 80%. Can't remember now if you said other ones that just go along with it. Um or... But yeah, it's just like so it is, you know <laughs> And I have to shout out Snowpiercer Boon Jong Ho. Um if I remember your name correctly, Great Sir. What a brilliant movie. Like away. of perfected dramatic story in play form that's kind of it's kind of wild it's funny how movies have tropes and memes and plays have tropes and memes and those memes just played out over the population that's basically media us communicating with each other just have these weird memes and tropes that kind of last short periods of times or even centuries it'd be interesting to think what meme format will survive I mean memes as a format itself is gonna survive but like you know on a smaller scale when I say these things I think of like archetypes and tropes I have to shout out Carl Jung for that, you know, putting us on the I think people were aware of it in their own personal capacity, but I guess Carl Jung gets the title for now in terms of modern, Western, philosophical, madman musings on existence. Let's be honest, though, it is toxic men who get remembered they cause a significant enough ripple on the fabric of space-time to be noticeable and even echoes to be attributed to them just because they get placed in the memory banks in the public zeitgeist that is what they mean by the Akashic Records, you know? I think it's just this blanket over this small pocket of space-time where we understand and we're aware that these things are things. (laughs) So it is. Yeah, shut up, Boon Jong ho for, for Snow PSA. It was a brilliant movie. I love how he knew he needed chris evans i mean because narratively just in you know the western canon for the last 2000 years it's the white um strong man who pushes progress forward i guess it's somewhat true somewhat true if you if you consider Colonization and the the Western expansionism as an an echo, you know, around this narrative of we're progress and we're pushing progress forward. Then you take that trope, and because it is kind of you know the trope that's in this zeitgeist of movies. Like take that, and then you're able to shoehorn in, and it's not really a shoehorn. It's a brilliant, brilliant framing of a father-daughter dynamic. And you know the reason why I bring this up because all the time watching Snowpiercer, for what could be considered the second real time, but maybe the third time I've watched this movie. You know, focusing on Asian characters and Asian representation. Definitely now in 2020 we're seeing a nice you know spotlight given to Asian people in Asian culture. And I'm just saying that because I'm watching Bling Empire and it's kind of my reality TV. Um <laughs> it's my my reality TV that I appreciate. Um, I'm noticing Snowpierce's father-daughter story play out very um dramatically in snow i'm seeing you know everything uh, come to the fore anime culture korean soapy culture and korean soapy culture is to be commended beautiful they've exported themselves globally Ah, the soft powers of soft power of just exporting culture it it saddens me it saddens me that a country with extreme resources would play such a small game of 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 nepotism and cronyism and back and forth i don't know if i'm allowed to shout out specific names in podcasts (laughs) but shout out Q actually she impressed me today I like to play dumb to see who plays smart (laughs) that sounds so messed up but I do do that just to see who who rises up to the challenge um and so appreciative, so appreciative when people actually impress you without necessarily meaning to impress you, they just exist in that space where you're like, damn, okay. Shout out, I appreciate that. But also it it, <laughs> it actually makes me sad how so many people are just living a surface existence and also how many people are living too deep of a surface existence it's actually emotional both ways I'm thinking about people transgressing the boundaries because maybe they've already had the pathway shown to them as transgressive people who are given privy to the layers of that and then even people who act on it and profit I think when you're excessively smart and when I say smart I say sensitive to moral and ethical issues and philosophical quandaries then you you end up short changing yourself or maybe long changing yourself <sighs> depends on your perspective but like You basically keep yourself poor by being smart. I think if you're the right level of focused, um, not too bright, but studious and hardworking, that's actually when you win. And I hesitate sometimes when I say these things because... I feel, politically, when I say things, it seems condescending, it seems derogatory. But also, the problem is me actually seeing it that way, because sometimes words need to be said and interpretations need to be had too. I think that is something we need to fight for, as this idea of freedom of speech is that words deserve to be said so that perspectives can be derived from them. Is certain things not deplorable and frustrating and absolutely terrible Yes, all of those things exist and yeah, we're gonna have to face them at some stage. It irks me, it irks me when people are pressed. Why? Because I press myself and I'm also always pressed. But when I look at other people, I'm like, why are you pressed? I'm trying not to be pressed. I'm trying to re-angle my life in a way where people can say harsh things around me, harsh things to me. And it doesn't sting. And it's just like, you're like, damn, that's interesting. And I've been put in very unique positions where many people could say I was bullied if they lived the life I live." But then I was so focused on all the blessings too that I guilted myself to not even call it bullying. Just to call it, you know, people challenging, testing me, whatever. But it's so it's so interesting. You know, that people choose to test people. Or that like it might not even be seen as testing just by being transgressive. I think it's so interesting because <laughs> it's also a form of defensiveness too. You know, like if you were bullied, it's just like, ah, okay, I wasn't bullied. I was given an opportunity to build my character. And then so the character gets built. Problem is what kind of character is it? <laughs> it can always be a villainous character, but I don't know. I do keep up some pent up rage at the world but I think it's part of what gives you your, your masculine edge, lol. The real truth is, and I am dodging it, is that what gives you your masculine edge is 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 working out and having physical fitness and prowess, and that is actually your key target. So that all this pent-up rage gets channeled into gains. That's actually such an interesting thing. Take your existential rain and pound, rage and pound it out. You know, into gains, compound that fight into the ability to fight and to protect yourself. It's an important thing to do, actually. And hopefully, my listeners do do that. Do 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 you do that? Do you do that? I'm just breaking the song now for your benefit <laughs> I want maybe I should just end the podcast here so that you guys can appreciate that there's many levels to life and you should go out and experience it and not feel so you know defeated all the time and if you don't feel defeated i'm I'm happy for you like that's also great. <laughs> Get into more challenges and, and feel a bit of defeat, you know. Expand the boundary for yourself and other people. There's no use we sit here and, and fear and fret. I think, you know, a lot of that is to be, you know, almost manifesting. I feel like as the hermetic principle goes, as above, so below. And that by pressing something on top of yourself, by pressing something on yourself if that it like it echoes it echoes because you feel like it's coming from above and it echoes below into and in essence it doesn't mean it is happening because you're just putting it into frame and framing things like that that's why i'm gonna bring this podcast full circle that's why if my cables these power cables putting me in darkness right now if if those guys stole those same cables a couple of years ago i might not have been able to even handle that i think i don't know i'm just using that narratively but now it's like okay what next what can we do how are we finesse how are we gonna just move this And after playing the robots a couple of times on my chess app, I don't know if I'm any better at chess, but at least in real life, I feel like I know how to sidestep strategically. Now it's time to take a few million steps forward, you know, really push the boundary of what it means to exist. And I don't mean recklessly, I mean philanthropically entrepreneurially even politically so much to achieve hey love you guys good afternoon good evening good night and if you just woke up good morning it's your boy oxy dwebs let